Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Hello, Jason Parker. Kia ora, Stephanie Moore. How are you down in Wellington? I'm cold, to be fair. That is fair. Yeah, it's just like, you know what? It was like fine until Monday this week. You know, like it has been cold, but this week is really like it's on in the words of Tommy Thompson. It is on indeed. I'm like cold in my bones and I'm cold from the moment I wake up to the moment I wake up again the next day. Like I have been cold nonstop. I just feel like I can't get warm no matter how, like I've been wearing gloves, a hat, a thermal, like I, some reason I just can't get warm. This is the first kind of winter. Well, it is the first winter in the house that you're living in. Are you learning things that you didn't know before about the house? Well, okay? no, it is okay. I, I mean, I was kind of here. I think I've, I've almost been here a year now, almost. Oh, great. So I, I know that my house is cold, um, mm-hmm. but I do have a little heater. Wow. Well, you know what they say, weather chat is the best kind of chat. They do say that, but like, other than the weather chat, like, people have literally been talking about nothing of interest to me. People who? who? Like, people who I talk to at work oh. specifically. Like, unless they're talking to me about the weather, I'm like, I just don't care what you have to say. Because do you do know what all they're saying is? All they say to me is, have you taken the price tag off before I wrap an item? Oh, it's like, oh, yes, oh, I my know God. that one. I have literally, like, I've got to tell myself, I'm like, they don't mean it maliciously. They are just making sure that I've taken off the price tag. And they don't know that every single person makes sure I take off the price tag. I've got a good TikTok account to send you. Good, um, I'm going to write that. Um, a note down now. Good, because I I have, like, I've just been trying to be, like, just, like, just be there with a smile. Just, like, be, like, don't worry, babe, I've got you. Of course I'm going to take off the price tag. Sometimes I want to say, do you know what? In some countries they leave the price tag on because they want to know how much you've spent on them, okay? In some countries. When I take the price tag off, it's giving cheap bitch just so you know true Bond i woman. i have a bone to pick with your company about price tags actually i just remembered go so i bought a lovely um ashley and co hand wash mm, doesn't doesn't come off doesn't come off i mean i haven't attempted to scrub it yet the price yeah. tag is on the bottle i've got to say when I try and take it off, it's so embarrassing because I like quickly oh, have to yeah. hide it. Because so for anyone out there who is um, just catching up on what we're talking about, Ashley and Co uh, has their own barcode. I'm like, why are we even putting bar- other barcodes on things uh, that already have their own barcodes? Yeah. Anyway, I have to stick it. I have to put our own barcodes on Ashley and Co bottles, but they're so sticky that when you try and rip them off, when someone is like, Hey, make sure you take off the price tag. Mm. It literally just rips off like paper and it's not cute. I assume that you can just like rub it off with like a bit of hard isopropyl, work. Al- isopropyl. How the fuck do you say that? Isopropyl alcohol? Isopropyl alcohol? Yeah, I, I believe that's correct. But like, um, Oh, oh my god! I like rip it off and then quickly hide it, yeah, quickly, so that they don't see that I've Fair done a enough. terrible job. A because terrible, I terrible feel job. bougie as fuck 
buying that hand wash, you know? I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm going to reinvest. I'll get the bags. Like, this is a small little thing that makes me so happy every time I use it. And Do you then love the bottle? I feel, yeah, yeah. Nice. And then I feel povo when I catch a glimpse in the mirror of the back of it and I can see that the sticker is still on there, half half still on there. Yeah, it's 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 a problem that we both have both have. Wow, but the but we've got like the opposite end of the problem, you know? That that yeah, like the full I am in store, you're you're out of store. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, that we... is so us, though. That is so us. Do you not like the bottle? I just think that like maybe buying like a refillable bottle from like somewhere is a bit cuter, like a cool mm, but like, if not you're a like, plastic bottle. Yeah, I mean they used to do glass way back in the day. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. I love that. Mm, mm. No, um, I, I do like the bottle. I just I'm like it's and I it's think, everywhere. Like if you had Aesop, you'd want the Aesop bottle, you know? It's a little bit of the branding vibes. I think it's different if it's Aesop. Do you? Is Ashley and Co not like the next tier down? Yes. Mm. Down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, how are you? Did I ask you? Yeah. I can't remember. No, I don't remember if you asked oh. me or not. I am fine. I've literally. Oh, nothing's changed, but I have just been working so much and it's dead oh my retail girlies if anyone out there is working in retail shop front it it's dire out there like people just aren't shopping because Mm. no one has any money Mm, i have heard this yeah it's real it's really really real like of course it's winter so it's not gonna be as like hardcore anyway but it just feels like I was just saying to Steph before we jumped on, I sometimes just like do a lot of nothing for ages, which is fine. But I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like, why am I just standing here wasting these hours just so I can pay my rent and buy myself like a bag of salt and vinegar chips at the end of the day? Like there must be something out there for me that I can do as my nine to five while I'm pursuing pop stardom. That is not just like standing in a store. Like, Maybe we should put a poll out there. Listeners, what do you think I'd be good at? You're good at a lot of things. Exactly. Exactly. I am good at a lot of things, but I'm like, what what job would that equate to? I think, to? like, people, talking. Uh-huh. Yes. Connecting. Mm. Um, yes. Oh, my God. I should try retail. I should try retail. I thought you were going to say recruitment. (laughs) Oh, my God. Legit. Recruitment. Also, like, when you were doing hairdressing, you were very good at, like, doing, like, the reception kind of thing. But So something where it's, like, not that, but, like, you're greeting people and you're like, hey, come in. Can I get you a coffee? Yes. Yes, I have been thinking reception vibes. Well, I do think I'd be really good at that too. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. I think you just have to keep on the grind. And you know what you could do? And what? now don't hate me for saying this, but I'm kind of on a kick at the moment around this. Go. Maybe you should get LinkedIn. You are the second person who's ever said that to me. <laughs> Who was the first? Oh, I don't know. Some businesswoman. <laughs> I mean, it could just help you, like, stalk around different places and, like, see what they do. You could follow, like, lots of music industry people. Okay, so how do I even go about getting a LinkedIn? Well, it's it's like Facebook for work. Yeah, but, like, what do I write on it? You would just put, like, um... Retail superstar. Exactly. I mean, look, we could find a way to pimp out your LinkedIn. That's no problem. Okay, because that's what I'm worried about. I just don't want to be like... I have recently... Because I did sign up to LinkedIn once upon a time. Maybe from when the first person who told me I should get LinkedIn told me. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I, like, 
They just sent me emails constantly, constantly. So I've just unsubscribed from LinkedIn. Yeah, that's okay. But, like, hey... You Maybe might I feel should get a, LinkedIn. But you yeah. might feel a bit like about it, but then like how many other retail superstars would have it? So when you are applying for jobs and they try to find you on LinkedIn, they'll be like, oh, he's got LinkedIn. Like, we should take him seriously. Is that shady? No, that's not shady. That's one of my main issues. I feel like people don't take me seriously, which I'm so serious. <laughs> You're so serious. <laughs> You're serious. Bitch, I'm serious pink, darling. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like, I send off my CV and I'm like, this CV looks crazy. Go into that a bit more. What do you mean by that? Um, Podcaster, retail superstar, ex-hairdresser, apprentice of the year nominee. Um, (laughs) Wow. Remember when that was the biggest like hurdle in your life that you didn't win? I know. I know. That was huge. That was huge. (laughs) That's when I was going through my sore loser era. (laughs) <laughs> I am sure that you will go through that again. I know. I, that's that's one part of me. I, I it's really the Leo try and like, keep under wraps. But you it drink less Leo now. Rising. Way less. Right. Well, why don't we just try you some LinkedIn? And I think, you know, there are also therapists who specialize in career and jobs and a friend of mine's like sister-in-law went to one like maybe a year ago and thought it was really helpful. Wow. Mm. That would be really helpful. I just feel like so like I feel so connected to like one part of my life. I'm just like I've got this goal and like everything that I do around it is just to support this goal. Mm. But on days like the last few days and also the last few weeks I've worked a lot of the time I'm at work I'm just like this feels like a waste of time Mm. (laughs) this feels like a waste of time and I just like why I feel like I've got everything I need out of this job and I'm still having to go to it Mm. and there must be there must be another job I can do where I'm like still focused on pop superstardom but and being supported by something more vibey. I reckon also, like, maybe just, like, exploring jobs in other creative industries, you know, just being, Mm. like, a little bit aligned. Like, it could be that you work the reception at, like, I don't know, like an advertising agency or something like that, you know? Just, like, kind of feeling... That's the thing. I don't feel aligned. That's so true. I feel unaligned. Well, you need to go to the yeah. chiropractor. I do. Crack me, bitch. I'm ready. But you'll get there. Look how fucking long it took me. Yeah, I know. It did take you a really long time, like an embarrassingly long time. And here <laughs> you are absolutely thriving and we love to see it. Like, honestly, you are an inspiration. I mean, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Ah, I did have to listen. This is, wasn't job related, but I did have Mel Robbins on this morning um, talking about feeling overwhelmed. Did you mm. listen to that one? Yes, I listen yeah. to her every week. She's, yeah. she is. She's my best friend. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> Awkward. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, that one was good. It was kind of hard because the things that I've been feeling overwhelmed about in my life aren't as tangible, I don't think, as what she was talking about. But I do think, like, there were some amazing tools that I can take away from that, i.e. even just writing a list. Mm, List writing. Writing things down. Which I would do probably anyway. Yeah. This is my writing things down book. Yeah, nice. Thanks for Um, that and knowing that it will pass, that was good advice. That is a key piece of advice that I think you should repeat. Mel Robbins would make you repeat it. Stop. What did you just say right then? I said, this too shall pass. Exactly. It <laughs> No, no, I said, pass. I said, I said, you shall not pass. Oh, no, well, that doesn't quite work. But I wanted to reference it. Oh, my God. Love your Lord of the Rings, girly. Yeah. Well, there's, like, um, 
a little bit of debate going on at home at the moment because we have a friend who's leaving overseas and she wants to watch Lord of the Rings on her last night, and we're a bit like, is that really what you want to do? Like, That's what she wants to do. But hey, we'll see. So I might be watching it this weekend. All three movies? No, just one. Just the first. Oh, that's quite sweet. The first Could one's sweet. Could be cute. Like, I think it would oh, be the cute. fellowship, you know? Like, we're all in oh, this together. Exactly. You guys are so fellowship. <laughs> All right. Do you have a first sip for me? A little recommendation to take the yes. edge off? Yes, 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 yes. So I have been listening to this artist uh, a lot recently. She's really been helping me take the edge off. I am back fully in my Kelly Clarkson vibe. I, oh, my God, yes. I was, like, Kelly Clarkson's biggest fan when I was in, like, my first few years of high school and in like my last few years of primary school, like you could not tell me that breakaway wasn't like the best album ever invented. And since then, like Kelly has had a really strong place in my life, but I feel like I've fallen off the Kelly Clarkson, like, uh, fandom. fandom. Yeah. Until now, like she's about to put out a new album called chemistry, which is out on the 23rd of this month. And she's been releasing singles like every week and all of them just like really, really get me. The original single mine was like, Oh, just so heartwarming. Mm. And then she released a song called favorite kind of high, which was written with Carly Rae Jepsen. Like Kelly, Kelly, can you not? And now she's just put out a song called I Hate Love, which is, it's giving pink. I've got to say it's giving pink. Um, cool. Adult contemporary. Is that still a genre of music? Sure. And it actually features on the banjo, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Wow. Yeah. Which I just found out today, there is a line in the song that says, I'd choose Martin over Gosling. And I always thought that was a really random line until I realized that Steve Martin was playing the banjo on the song. I, I don't know why, hmm. but he is. Anyway, I just want to get comment on Kelly that Clarkson lyric. Era. Yes? Should she not have chosen another Steve? Like, I'd choose Martin over Gosling. I like... think it was a The Notebook reference. But... Like he's not in the she notebook. She said something. So, Ryan Gosling is not in the notebook. No, but Steve Martin. Yeah, but Steve Martin is here on the banjo. <laughs> Do you see? It's giving pink. It's giving. Do pink. I need context? You know, you like if you would say, like I choose Reynolds over Gosling because you know they're both Ryan. Yes, but she says something, something, something about the notebook oh. is a lie. I would choose Martin over Gosling, and then Martin's like, on his Wow, what a specific reference that you would only get if... Oh, he's playing on the track and in the music video? I don't think there is a music video, but he's definitely playing on the track. Wow. It says, it says, Kelly Clarkson, I Hate Love, featuring Steve Martin. I would love to know everything that went into making that happen and why. How bizarre. I reckon he was just like in the studio one day or he was like behind stage on the Kelly Clarkson show and he was like, you know, I play banjo. I don't know. Who A knows? Selena but... and Kelly Clarkson friends? Feels like they would oh, be, eh? Maybe I think they would be. Yeah. Maybe that's the connection. That would be. Yeah, they'd be great friends. And you should be great friends with Kelly Clarkson. Like, keep an ear out for her new album, Chemistry. I think it's just going to slap. We love to see it. Do you have a first set? I do. I have been kind of obsessed with her podcast. Wild. Um, And it's a cancer scam podcast. So, say no more, am I right? So... (laughs) This podcast is called Scamanda, which was so close to Scandaval. I just was like, oh my god, I'm obsessed. So there's about maybe seven or six episodes out at the moment, and it's about a lady in um, like California who 
is is diagnosed with cancer and is, starts a blog and like takes these people along on her journey and basically oh. it's a scam but I don't know how much of it is a scam yet um it's not finished like it's it's not all done but she's also part of this like mega church is true story and um is like getting the congregation to like donate to her and shit and it might not be real. So I would really recommend it. I, like, boosted through the first five episodes, and now I have to wait weekly, which is really upsetting. Um, And the craziest thing is that one of the places she says she's having treatment is this place called City of Hope Hospital. And of course, I was like, ding, ding, ding. I know that City of Hope Hospital was the scene of the crime in the cancer scam season of The Real Housewives of Orange County. So I am just like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Whoa. So is the City of Hope Hospital notorious for scamming or are they just a famous cancer hospital and so it's like easy to say like I'm going to City of Hope and everyone goes on oh, oh babe. Exactly that, exactly that. And she says that she's doing like um uh clinical trials that are happening at City of Hope. Mm. I would really recommend it. It's really good. It has, it's like kind of narrated and it has interviews with people that are involved. And then there's voiceover actors like reading out her blogs. This is the thing. She blogged all of it. So they can be like, Hey, did this person come in for treatment on this day? She said she was in New York in this hospital for seven days. I know. So it's going to be interesting to see how much of it was a scam. Like, I'm kind of predicting maybe she had cancer once and then everyone was like... Oh, she just enjoyed the, like... Yeah. Yes, yeah. I've got to say, like, scamming a megachurch. So... I know, I know. So... And she's kind of got a Karen haircut. Mm, Classic. I assume that's actually her. Um, Speaking of megachurches, you're running with... Brian Tamaki, how was it? Oh, my God. So I went to prefab. There's one meeting I have, like, every fortnight, and we just have started this tradition where we go out for coffee during it, um, and it's really great. And we walked over to prefab, and goddamn Brian Tamaki's sitting at the table. And I was like, what are you doing here? And then I was like trying to mouth to my colleague, like Brian Tomaki's over there. And then the waitress was like, Oh, I'm just like, so entertained by watching everyone's reactions. Like it's crazy, isn't it? And everyone that I've told since was like, why the fuck did they even let him in there? Great question. Maybe they need the money. I mean, it's pretty busy at all times. Actually, you're right. And also, is that his money? Yeah, probably not. But it was weird wow. to see him in real life. That is so crazy that he's allowed to go into places. Maybe mm. they didn't know it was him. And now you like you, it's he's so pretty... obvious. He's got like the tattooed eyebrows. Does he's he? So I don't know. Does. They look tattooed. I don't um, know. Yeah. So random, not special. No. Well, from from heaven. To under the sea. Steph and I are doing a joint life of the party this week because we both went and saw the Disney's live action remake of The Little Mermaid. And we just want to say how slay it was. It was so slay. As soon as it finished, I was like, I want to watch it again. Me too. I am notorious for falling asleep in the movie theater. True. And And you went on a Monday. Yes, legit. I I was sleepy. I was a sleepy gal. But I was glued to this movie. Just every part of it was magical. It was giving Disney magic in a way that I haven't really felt for a really long time mm. from Disney. I agree. It was definitely the best live-action remake they've done. 100%. Like, since Beauty and the Beast, I haven't really... Like, I have watched the live-action remakes. I think the only one I haven't seen is The Jungle Book. But this one was, like, special. It was so special. Like, 
I didn't know that um, Lynn manuel Miranda yeah. uh, okay. was, had anything to do with it until that Mr. Scuttlebutt. Song? The Scuttlebutt song? Oh, Akafina, yeah. That song yeah, yeah, yeah. made me... I actually forgot about it. That made me physically, viscerally angry. Like, I was you like... hated it. I hated it. Is that the one when they fly into the window in the morning? Yeah, the Scuttlebutt. She's got the Scuttlebutt. Yeah, no, no. I hated it. I was like, Lin-Manuel. Because the other one that he wrote, wrote, I think, for it, which was so beautiful, I can't remember what it was. That was the one with the guy, with the um, Eric, Prince Eric. Yes, and another one where she's like, I will do something. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, yes, I do know. He wrote three songs for it, but Scuttlebutt was the most, that's when I was like, Oh my god! Oh my god! Is he in the musical? Has he got? Has he writing yeah, the musical? Him and Alan like... Menken. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Okay. I was here for the scuttlebutt. I was like, "Is scuttlebutt the new Padam? Like, are we going to be like, oh, what's the scuttlebutt? What's the scuttlebutt?" Do you know? I thought it was Natasha Leone until I remembered, like three quarters of the way through, that it was a mm. Wakafina, a Wakafina. Aquafina. Aquafina. <laughs> I I thought it was um Tiffany Haddish. Yes, I thought it was <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Until after the movie when I was like, Oh, who was that? And yeah. it was yeah, Aquafina. But I've also I saw another movie that Aquafina was the voice of. She was the voice of this dragon. Oh. And I thought that that was Tiffany Haddish as well. Oh, nice. They sound so similar. They sound yeah. so similar. Yeah. I, um, let's have a moment. I was about to say, let's have a moment for Halle Berry, but let's have a moment for Halle Bailey. Amazing. Amazing. Part of your world. It was, was so incredible. good. And the amount of reprises it had, I loved that it was the siren song. Mm, yes, it just that makes was, that yeah. did make a lot of sense. Really, really amazing. And Ursula was incredible too. Like her makeup, yes, bad, but it all made sense in the end. I agree. I um, I didn't. The I I took a while to get used to um, Javier Bardem as. Uh, Sebastian? No. Trident. King Trident. King Trident. Daddy. Yeah, I just got a bit of a jump scare because I didn't know. I didn't know it was him. I loved him. I actually thought he could have done with more screen time. Like, right at the end where he was, like, up with his, like, body in the water. (gasps) Okay. Mm. So, right at the end of the movie... You know when all the mermaids, like, come up onto mm. the, like, near the island and all the people and all the mermaids are together? There's this one shot where suddenly there's this, like, really ripped male mermaid who just, like, comes up and you just see his abs come up. And I, like, there was a physical, an audible gasp in the movie theater. Everyone being like, <gasps> when wow. he came up. I was like, who is this male mermaid? Who just is this mermaid? Extra. Just an extra that could wow. have been... A character. Oh, how gorgeous were all the sisters too. They were great. They were great. No, I really loved all of it. I Me too. Then I was like, how did they film that? It's incredible. If anyone is on Little Mermaid Talk, you kind of mm. see behind a lots of behind the scenes. Some of it's underwater, some of it's like using ropes and all the hair is CGI. Oh my god, it's just it's incredible. What they did is amazing. And I kind of am nervous now. I want them to stop making live action remakes because they're going to do like the aristocrats and it's going to aristocats and it's going to be like cats 2.0. Oh my god. They actually will. What or oh, Bambi? Oh, that would be really incredible. But like the Lion King, not it for me. Yeah, it was harder to connect to. Yeah, and I feel like Bambi would be like that. Because, like, Mm. Sebastian, for a while, because Sebastian is, like, an actual crab. He looks kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. And so when I first saw him, I was like, 
like that's not going to be cute. But then you kind of get over it. Divide and like flounder is not hot. Cute. Well, yeah, people were like um, fucking rioting about flounder, but I was fine with flounder. Yeah, I did get over it. But imagine if it was there was no humans. It was just like these creepy animals. I don't know. It wouldn't have yes. been the same. Yeah. So 10 out of 10. Loved it. Loved it. Cannot wait for the Barbie movie, which will be the next oh, movie I go to the cinemas for. I really want 20th wanna... of July. Great. Okay, 20th of July. Um, I, We want to go to IMAX and watch it. You should. You should. Yeah. So the Silky Otter, which is um, my favorite theater here in Ponsonby, they're doing a girls' night on the 19th of July. Nice. Um, And the tickets are $50, but you get a ticket, a glass of champagne, an anti-pesto platter, and popcorn. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Anti-pesto. Yes, yes, and one of those two. (laughs) And I think that it's worth it, but I'm like, I'm a little bit worried that it's like, cause it's called girls night, Barbie girls night. No. I'm like, I don't want to get a ticket and then they'll be like, oh. They're not going to say that. Well, they're not going to say it, but I just want to double check that what, it's that? not like a, a women's thing. Okay. But they're not going to say that. I know. Surely. When they, when you say girls night, it's, it means girls, gays and theys. Yeah, you'd hope so. You really would hope so. But I have had a few times in my life where the girls are like, we're having a girls night and you can't come. Okay. Well, are they your real friends? I don't know. Steph, are you my real friend? I've never said we're having a girls night and you can't come. I know. Thank God you haven't because it literally, it makes me, it hurts me when the girls want to hang out without me. I'm like, what do you expect me to do? Like go hang out with the boys and watch sports? Like I don't, I don't have that option. No. If the girls are doing something. It's a girls night or nothing. Yeah. You have nothing. You have no plans. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll just sit Is Silky Honor like one of the ones that's quite nice? It's so nice. It's very intimate. There's only like the I don't know if there is a Wellington Silky Otter. There is one no. in Christchurch though. Yay! But I meant in Auckland. Oh yes, come to the Ponts and Bee yeah. Silky Otter. <laughs> I would happily go to a movie with you. There, there was some very cute trailers. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I just got Marvel trailers. I was like, Ugh. no. I just sent. Done. I'm done with superhero movies. How are they making money still? Because people are keen. This reminds me of a conversation we had last night around the dinner table, and I did actually want to raise it. I am going to raise something else later. But, oh, yeah, okay. So we were talking about our unpopular opinions. Nice. And one, someone said that they don't like Marvel movies. That's popular to me. It's a popular opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in your circles. What's yeah. an unpopular opinion that you have? Oh, do you know what's an unpopular opinion to have at the moment in oh. in the circle of people that I have been spending time with, specifically at work? Um, Dame Jacinda. Oh, <laughs> do people not like it? No. What did she they ever do it. to them? Exactly. They're like, what did she ever do to deserve that? Divide oh. the nation. Dame oh, of dividing no. the nation. I mean, are we surprised <laughs> that people feel that way based on other things we've heard people say no? But I know. Guys, what does it matter? Da- being a dame literally means nothing. Sorry, Jacinda, but. Do you think it means nothing? I reckon what if do you my. Get? Well, if my LinkedIn said Dame Jason Parker, uh, I think I would get my dream job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, that's true. But yeah. I would just, I would like to know what the benefits are of being a dame. Um, Apart from in a Camilla's hand touch you. Wow, that didn't happen. Did it? Camilla. Did she get knighted by Camilla? No. She was there. Camilla, Jacinda, what? Camilla, Queen Camilla, Consort Camilla. But Jacinda wasn't there. Wait, what? 
Queen concept. I don't know. Did she not go over? Do you not go over and get damned? No, you get it damned by Dame Cindy at government Cindy at government house. Oh, a different Dame Cindy. Yeah. Do, do you think they had oh, a little shit. like? Oh, that's fucking funny. That's so funny though, Dame Cindy. Yeah. Off. Lol. That's really oh got God. me. Oh, that's actually cracking me up. <laughs> um, my um. My guilt, uh, unpopular opinion was that I hate bowling. That's, I agree. I agree. Okay, thank you. Here are a few reasons why I hate bowling. Actually, the spinoff just did a really great article about a bowling alley, like a really famous bowling alley here in Auckland that is like literally disgusting. Metro um, Lanes. I think it was Sam Brooks. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but it's like a fun time, but it's disgusting to go there. Okay, bowling. Uh, if you've got nice nails, be prepared to lose the one. Mm-hmm. You have to share shoes. Yeah. Do you still have to do that, though? I don't know if you do. But let's, know. for the sake of this, you do. Um, it's really hard to get a strike. <laughs> it's so hard to get a strike. Fully. Like, gutter ball? Like oh my it's God. not fun just doing gutter balls for for twenty eight dollars or whatever they charge you. It's not. Um, you can't throw it over your head. No, you can't. Oh, um, and like people this... being like technique. People giving <laughs> you tips about your technique. And just like oh. yeah, how to get a spin. I just I don't care for any of it. I don't. I know. I know. Okay, so this. This does take me into my peak too soon. Okay. So my peak too soon is just the low vibe that winter is giving at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, And I just wanted to, I saw this TikTok about this girl who want, who had her summer bucket list. She was American and she's got her summer bucket list. And they were just like things that she wanted to do during summer to, to like heighten the mood. And I was like, oh my God, I should be making a winter bucket list. And so I, I've got a couple of things on my winter bucket list that are going to like really like heighten the mood. And I'd love you to add to it. Okay. Yes. I'd love you to add to it. And I'd also love the listeners to add anything that they would love to put on our bucket list. So one of my winter bucket list things is be a super fan for an outing of some sort, like go to a sports game and just like really, really like put face paint on. Exactly. Exactly, like, and just go and be, like, immersed in that sport. Or go to a concert or a gig and just, like, dance like nobody's watching. Like, just be a well, super Well, we will fan. be doing that on the 26th of July at Lizzo. Exactly. And won't that heighten the mood? Like, yes. that is going to... Um, I've been wearing a lot of active wear recently, so I always feel, like, a bit dressed down. So, uh, bucket list, dress up my active wear. Like, oh. hoodie, jumper, stole. Stole. Sorry, it took me me a second to remember what a stole is. Hoodie jumper, tiara. Wow. Hoodie jumper, heels. I don't know, anything. What about a vest? Are you going to do a vest? Absolutely. Yeah, I could do a little vest moment. You know, I love a vest moment. I kind of meant like Um, a puffer vest, but that's... That's giving winter... That's, true, true. Sorry, focus, focus. It's yeah. It's like, uh, are you going to the opera or are you going running? I don't know. <laughs> okay, good, great. What's next? Um, I really. So while I've been really bored at work, I've been flicking through a lot of cookbooks. Nice. I would would actually love to, like, make something from a cookbook. You know, when your friends are sending you TikToks of food, being like, "Mm, "Yummy, fucking make it." Just I've been do doing it. that. I've done that twice <gasps> this week. Nice, nice. Yeah. I am getting a bit worried that, like, I am, like, going to be single or, like, I'm just <laughs> going to be that partner that, like, just can't cook. And to me, like, having someone in my life that could cook, that's quite hot. Definitely. And so, like, if I want that from someone else... You should give it to yourself. I should should give it to myself. Nice. So, yeah, I'm just going to, like, 
maybe once a fortnight. I think that sounds doable. Yeah, cook, cook a new something. recipe from yes. a recipe. Yeah, from a recipe book. Exactly. Um, are you feeling hyped up? This, this is making me work? feel so much better. Amazing. Um, okay, this is another one that I had as well. We are dreaming big, everyone. Like, and nothing is too big to dream about. See this book that I pointed out earlier? Yes. Every morning, because I listen to Mel Robbins, every morning I write five dreams in it that are, they're like, seem ridiculous, but I, I think it just opens you up to allowing yourself to dream for more and want more for yourself. Mm. Because day-to-day life is like so monotonous sometimes Mm. and you just kind of get trapped in like getting up doing the thing that you're supposed to do and then like I don't know just life comes at you but Mm. if you write down your dreams then it just allows you to dream and it says I deserve to dream and I have the space to dream whether they come true or not don't know but dream big dream big and dream often and dream great, often. Great. Yeah. Is that all? Yeah. That's wow. all I've got on my winter bucket list so far. Okay. Good to know. Um, I think you should put mulled wine on that. Mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. Nutri-grain. Yes, yes, yes. Winter bucket list. Okay. Okay. I'll keep thinking on that. I feel like I've actually got a few exciting things, hopefully over the next two months. That will keep me excited, but I do agree that it is in the mundane that... Yeah, winter is giving mundane. Like, all we're excited about now is a a little bit of sunshine. Yeah, but guys, the shortest day is coming, so Mm -hmm. hopefully that will fix things. The day is is literally so short. It's like almost from 8am till 5pm of sunshine, that's it. That's kind of what it feels like now, though. But it, I guess it's, mm. more, it's more like 7.30 till 5. But Yeah. Yeah. It is tough. I'm into that in a big way. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing that. You're welcome. Um, Do you have a peek too soon? Yes. So in the same conversation about um, unpopular opinions last night... I don't know how we got onto the topic, but it was revealed to me that I misunderstood a word and I have a little bit of a theory around it. So what, what would you define as forking? (laughs) Forking, having sex. Okay. Okay. So I thought forking was spooning, but with your legs kind of entangled oh and it turns out that maybe i'm the only one who thinks that i would say penetration (laughs) i love her Mm. um (laughs) damn that's such a niche joke for like half the audience but wait so sorry you've been you've been enjoying forking yeah, That's I so said, nice, oh my god, How I love forking. And then everyone looked at me as if I'd said something really rude. But I just meant spooning with legs intertwined. Wow, that's <laughs> just so, so sweet. Well, that's what I thought it was. I wonder why. <laughs> I I have, like, memories of, like, being in first year and that's forking. Wow. I'm just, okay. I just think that's so nice. I just thought I'd share with the group just because I really thought you were going to be like, yeah, so you... you spoon with your legs folded together. I was like, see, that's what I thought these kids these days. But no, maybe that's me. sporking. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe it is sporking. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Are you big spork or little fork in your previous forking experience? Um, little. You're the little sp- yeah, spork. Spork. <laughs> I had this conversation with Tommy today because he, not that conversation, but a conversation about like, um, when you, we were talking about, yeah, 
<laughs> we were talking about a friend of ours who's um, dating someone who I was like, I think it's really great that she's dating this guy because there's things about him that she's always been like, oh, wouldn't go there, like red flag, and this person mm. has those things. And I'm like, I think it's really great because it will open her mind up, like even if this isn't a forever thing, like she won't be. And one of the things, I was said once something specific and he said, yeah, because he's shorter than her. And then we were having a conversation about how when he met his partner, he had to get on board with the fact that, you know, he was taller and even though he wanted to be the big spoon, like it just wasn't going to happen anymore. And so he had to learn to be the big spoon not the little spoon wow crazy yeah wow like that imagine if you crazy. dated someone taller than you and you became the little spoon i'm assuming you are the big spoon well yeah i am the big spoon normally mm. yeah the big sport right yeah i am but i i'm very i'm very spoon verse oh nice as well. that's good like I just like to sleep. Yeah. 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 Starfish Being vibes. a big spoon, I've got to say, there is so much more, um, like, dead arm awareness that we never talk <laughs> of. People don't talk about that enough. No. Being the big spoon, you'd really give up the ability to uh, have an, a functioning arm. Like, it's giving pins and needles. There's, mm. like, blood being cut off. I've really perfected the where, where you put your pillow now so that yes. your arm is, like, correct. Mm-hmm. And then it's not just... So one arm is dead while the other arm is, like, awkward arming as well. Mm, yeah. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Have we ever spooned? No. I maybe once, but... Have we forked? <laughs> well, I reckon we probably have. <laughs> Our legs intertwined? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> By intertwined, I just mean yours just on top of me. Yeah, that's yeah. the truth. That yeah. is the truth. Mm. Yeah. Now what do we have? Pillow walls. Yes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Gotta love marriage um let's say the mantra yes 2001 to 2008 there ain't a song that we hate that was kind of creepy to watch you do it your head is like bopping along in the same rhythm um so this is the part where we of the pod where we just take a little moment to reflect on the time that was 2001 to 2008 and what a good time it was and we've got Mm -hmm. a playlist that you can listen along to on spotify link in the show notes jason so in honor in honor of the tony awards being this week Yes. Incredible. I've Okay, quick sidebar. Yes. I need to say not a single person except Dylan Mulvaney and Uzo Aduba were serving on the red carpet. And this is a mm. single person that I actually saw a photo of. There were just so many ugly, ugly, ugly outfits. I was like, it's a writer's strike, not a fashion strike. Whoa, shots fired. I don't know. I was just like, what? I only saw Jessica Chastain. I mean, like, what was she was giving? Gold, I feel like. And she bought her grandma. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. But in honor of that, I will be adding uh, Broadway darling Sarah Bareilles' love song to the playlist. I was like, are we about to have our first Glee cast entry? No, but literally, how, like... The Glee cast is the ultimate cast in Hollywood. Yes. As far as awarded, awarded cast. Did you watch Ben Platt perform? It means cancel no. all your parties. Oh my God. But I did I'm... watch him walk the red carpet in his suit that was very ill-fitting. Yeah, I feel like it was supposed to be on purpose, but it wasn't exaggerated enough and it wasn't the Met Gala. It wasn't given but It would have been purpose. great to just see him in like a suit that was really nicely fitted it should it just like wasn't nicely fitting especially the jacket i was like why are you in your dad's suit Mm. child man child 
Yeah, yeah. Did he really he slay the singing? So though? good. He's one of a kind singing voice. I like. literally was like, this man is a nepo baby, but he would have been famous anyway. Yeah, he can back it up. That shit. Yeah, is crazy. fully. Like we would have seen him on America's Got Talent, and he would have got a golden buzzer. Oh, that would have been so cute. Okay, well, would happily, happily add Broadway Darling. Is that what it's called? Love song? (laughs) The song you're adding to the playlist? The song I'm adding to the playlist is Love Song by Sarah Bareilles. Oh, I thought the way you said that was like Broadway Love song but you are adding love song by the Sur- I don't think you said love song I did say love song uh, do, do you know it? I'm not gonna write oh, you a love song bitch, you know I know it you fucking know I know it you know um, that in- insane character song <laughs> yeah. okay well thank you for thank you. yeah thank you so much um, I am going to add a song that I have heard just so many times in the last two weeks. And look, I don't know why, but the most recent one was at work. Um, and I would please like to add Stick With You by the Pussycat Dolls to the playlist. Wow. That yeah. is going to go off on the playlist. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, thank you. Also, another Broadway darling, Nicole Scherzinger. Like, get that girl a, Tony. a show. Did you get watch Leah Michelle? I did not watch Leah Michelle. I don't really care. And she she looks bad on the red carpet. Are you not on Broadway like, talk? Not really. No, I'm not on Broadway talk. But I am on Kelly Clarkson talk, who also should be on Broadway. That would be fucking insane. Leah that would be Michelle. so insane. Oh my Tony's. god, Kelly Clarkson is just giving vocals at all times. Remind everyone once more about Friday night at the darkroom. Friday night is party time, feeling ready, looking fine. This Friday night, this I will Friday be joined. Night. <laughs> I will be joined by Pinky Promise and Morgan Le Fay at Christchurch's iconic venue, the darkroom, for my first ever Jason Parker Christchurch show and it's literally going to be so freaking fun like I have healed from my rib incident that's not true but like I I have more movement than ever than I had two (laughs) weeks ago and I want to share that with you so please come down um if you uh if you can buy tickets before from under the radar or if you can't then buy them on the door because that's an option too it would be awesome to see you there Steph will be there, and uh, Steph's mum, Kath, will also be there. Like, Huge. Huge. Huge for the fandom. Um, yeah. Yay, I can't wait. Me neither. I'll see you in a few days. Follow us at Kick On Spot. Bye. Bye.